Finnovate showcases cutting-edge banking and financial technology through a global conference series featuring short-form demos and thought leadership. Now, the conversation continues on the Finnovate podcast. Hey, welcome to the Finnovate podcast. We are continuing our conversations with the Finnovate Spring Best of Show winners. And joining me today, we have Hossein Ranama, CEO of Flybits. Hossein, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks for having me, Greg. So as you've heard me say over the last couple of weeks, the videos of all of our Best of Show winners are available at finnovate.com slash videos. You can find the full seven-minute demo that Hossein did up there on stage. Um, which I highly recommend. It's a great demo and really cool technology on display. Um, Hussein, for anybody who isn't able or hasn't seen that demo yet, can you start with just a little bit of background on yourself and Flybits to get the ball rolling? Sure. Uh, hi, everyone. My name is Hussein Ranama, founder and CEO of Flybits. I'm also a visiting professor at MIT Media Lab. Uh, started Flybits about uh, 10 years ago uh, from the university, and now it's a venture-backed company supported by some of the largest financial institutions in the world. And I'm pleased to say that we have been participating at Finnovate since 2015, so it's always good to be back and uh, chat with Greg again. Yeah, no, it really is cool. And, and by the way, if you want to go see the evolution of Flybits, at least from the Finnovate perspective, you can go find their demo videos from 2015 all the way up through the most recent one. It's been really fun for us to kind of watch that journey, watch as the technology has continued to unfold. And as it's changed and certainly grown, you know, it always seems to come back to this root of you know providing fun, personalized experience for financial customers. Can you talk a little bit about kind of where that motivation came from to get into that space and, and how that space has been able to keep your interest? Sure. I mean, my teammates and I have always been interested in this notion of context-aware computing. So when you have a lot of data, how do you understand the context in that data and use that to deliver more relevant and more personalized information to digital users. Uh, we started Flybits with no vertical focus. We deployed our solution in cities, in transportations, in stadiums. Um, and at, in about two years uh, into our journey, our entrepreneurial aha moment went off and we said, folks, we really need to have a focus and we need to pick a vertical that is ripe for innovation. And for context that we're computing, well, you need a lot of data because AI without data is meaningless. Well, banks have a lot of data. At the same time, banks have a lot of, they have a very good, strong trust relationship with their customers. They have a large user base and they want to innovate on digital channels. And as a result, the financial sector became a focus area for us. And we developed a lot of know-how in that sector on how do we really empower financial institutions to contextualize and personalize uh, their uh, channels. But one thing really changed during the course of the past eight years uh, when we were growing Flybits, and that has been our relationship with data. In the old days, the thinking was, let's put all the data in one location, data lakes, understand it, mine it, segment it, and push things to users, whether for cross-sell, upsell uh, opportunities, offers, and other things. But a lot has changed from that type of a relationship. A lot of that data now belongs and is owned by the user. So we are now moving from this notion of personalization to participation 
on how do you really engage the customer in interactions and a symbiotic relationship on digital channels so they can ask better questions and as a result the experience becomes better and that those types of changes really kept us interested in this space and allowed us to uh, keep growing our company yeah, well, one thing you can absolutely say is that the way customers are engaging with their financial institutions is always shifting, but a lot of their needs kind of stay the same in terms of the experiences that they demand, or at least that they want. Um, talk to me about how you kind of have evolved into the metaverse space, into this virtual reality space, because, you know, in some sense, this is kind of a logical conclusion of where you're going. But there are obviously people who are active in the financial technology arena who still kind of view the metaverse or this VR space as something that's maybe a little too out there or not something that they need to really be concerned about. Sure, I'll, I'll give you kind of the background on how it started. It was about two years ago, uh, one of the sleepless nights of any founder, CEO in fintech during those times. And I suddenly thought about, um, hey, we are doing all of these great personalizations on two-dimensional channels, mobile, web, notifications, and emails. And I thought, what if we just remove this two-dimensional screen and replace it with an immersive environment. So the morning after I talked to our CTO, uh, we uh, hired the former director of Harry Potter, who actually designed the whole VFX for the movie, and I uh, convinced him to join our company. And we just gave him our tool, the Flybits algorithmic capabilities, and I asked him to build the very first uh, enterprise metaverse that can run securely for banks. And that's how we introduced our capability called Open Dome. So if you think about Open Dome, which is essentially a very secure way to render financial data in an immersive environment, whether you want to call it metaverse or multi multiverse or spatial experiences, we now have a full render engine that can use all the capabilities of Flybits but instead of showing icons or carousels on a mobile phone, it can actually render 3D objects, whether they are graphs about your portfolio, whether your loyalty programs on your uh, credit card, um, your mortgage statements and all that. But it's way more immersive and we are seeing a lot of interest from, uh, from banks uh, using it. So that's kind of how it came about. And we validated it with actually three of the largest financial institutions in North America that when we showed it to them, they uh, they joined us. And now we are working with them to build their very first um, secure metaverse. That has to be satisfying to be able to get that kind of response. And, and that's obviously not just because of the Harry Potter connection, although I'm sure that yeah. uh, that didn't hurt um, didn't anybody who's seen those movies. You know the, the quality uh, that, that goes into a lot of that. So talk to me about kind of the need for engaging with the metaverse from the banking side. Obviously, some of the, the financial institutions that you're uh, in contact with are expressing a lot of interest. The folks at Finnovate Spring clearly enjoyed your demo. What is in it for banks to think about the metaverse? Why is that a space that they really need to be paying attention to right now? Well, what I share with you, Greg, is that, well, we are innovators, we are builders, right? So we are building things based on hypotheses that we believe in, and it is going to be proven or get voided in the future. But our current thinking is that immersive experiences will have a significant role to play in the future of uh, financial experiences. And I tell you why we think like that. 
First of all, there is a new demography coming in that is very familiar with the interfaces like Roadblocks, World of Warcraft. So this generation is growing up with these types of interfaces. Um, at the same time, if you think about the metaverse, metaverse is very good with interconnecting with multitude of data coming from different environments. It's very difficult to render those information on a two-dimensional screen. You have to go through screen by screen or you have to go from one menu to another. So if you think about the evolution of uh, rails in financial institutions, especially with the advent of open banking, Think about the opportunities that Metaverse uh, enables. You can interconnect with multitude of financial institutions, render all of that financial data in a 3D immersive environment, and then use AI and recently generative AI tools to understand the relationship of all your assets. That is not going to replace what you do with your mobile phone, which is more transactional and informational. But if you're in the process of planning your life and want to understand the relationship between your 401k, your savings, your upcoming trip, um, and some of the plannings that you have for your life, think about what that immersive environment can do for you so that it acts as a better financial decision space for you compared to a two-dimensional uh, screen. And that is why we believe that uh, it has a significant opportunity to demonstrate its potential to, to, to the market and to the ecosystem around banks. What kind of response were you getting at Finnovate Spring? Obviously, you know, as we talked about, the demo clearly resonated. But tell me about the conversations that you had with folks who came by your booth. Did they mostly seem uh, like they were interested in the technology or did you encounter a couple of skeptics or, or what was kind of the mood of the audience that you were able to engage with in the networking hall? I mean, as always at Finnovate, it was a very educational experience, I think, for both sides. Um, satisfying comments that we received were things such as, for the very first time, now I understand how metaverse and banking are coming together. In the past, I thought that this is more about NFTs and marketing and brands and blockchain, but this is now really demonstrating how you know, incumbent industries like banks can now benefit from uh, from the metaverse. Um, some of the skeptics were like, mm, if I can use this on my mobile phone, why would I want to move to a, a 3D environment? And I mentioned some of our thinking on that this is not going to replace the mobile channel, but it's going to be a very new, innovative ways to interact, not just with financial data, but it allows banks to become a hub to interconnect with other industries. So imagine a bank can render your financial data and tell you its relationship with your travel plans, with your utility company and your bill payments for your telecom carrier, uh, with your grocery shopping, all being rendered in an immersive environment, but you will interconnect to those data using the metaverse. Why I think that will happen? because there will be an organization then in the middle of all of this that requires that trust. And if you think about in the Western economy, banks, credit unions, regional banks, super regionals can definitely play that role 
use Metaverse as an experience fabric to interconnect to other industries and provide that holistic view uh, that we have always been talking about that uh, banks can provide to their customers. Some people call it lifestyle banking or personalized banking. So I think it will demonstrate its potential in in that space uh, pretty effectively. Yeah, well, and the crucial piece here is, again, to just reemphasize, it's not in place of these other channels. It's in addition to, and there are going to be consumers who are going to want that experience, and it's up to the financial institutions to meet those consumers where they would prefer to be met. And so um, let, let's zoom out a little bit and talk kind of bigger picture about the business possibilities that exist in this kind of VR metaverse space. Um, there's two questions. I think the first one is, what are you really excited by when it comes to that space? And the second question is, what can you do in that VR type space that you can't do in uh, in other areas? And this is not necessarily about flybits in particular, but just kind of in general, why is this an area that is, um, you know, or what are you hoping to see out of it is is maybe the way Mm -hmm. to phrase it. Yeah. First, what I'm excited about, like over the past five years, we have been working with a number of banks around this notion of data alliances. Like how can we turn a bank into a trust hub or an exchange hub to interconnect with other industries, like a telecom carrier, an airline, a loyalty program, an energy company, and really demonstrate how they can share data with the consent of the users to provide better experiences. And we have been doing that pretty effectively and rendering those information on the mobile phone. When I saw the possibilities of what can be done using the same set of algorithmics in the 3D space, it really blew me away. And when we show it to people that you can now go around, look at your mortgage statement, but really can use AI to understand how can I pay it faster and how do I balance my mortgage with other lending instruments that I have, which a lot of that data may not necessarily come from the bank. It may come from a credit bureau. It may come from other entities. But to the user, it manifests itself as a great engaging experience. Then I saw more and more validation on why uh, we should do this. So What excites me about is that it really demonstrates, it becomes an accelerator to prove that banks can become that trust hub or that data alliance builder across uh, industries. And we are doing that in a number of spaces at the moment, not just in metaverse, but really building those interconnections for banks. Things that you cannot do or cannot probably do it with impact on other channels are what we call O2O services or online to offline services, or some people call it digital twins. Now we have we are working with banks to really map their branches, the real branches. Now you can now go and go into the essentially the 3D model of your local branch interact with your real financial advisor through Zoom, but then you will be able to see that your investment portfolio, your mortgage statements, your your account balances will all show up within an environment that you're very familiar with. Interconnecting it with sensor networks that using Bluetooth or NFC, the moment that I tap this on, on on a desk or at my home, things will show up in an environment that I'm very familiar with. So our goal with OpenDome is not what many other companies do, which is essentially a disconnected, siloed virtual world. 
we believe in this interconnect that what you do in the metaverse will actually have an impact, not just on other channels, but also in the physical world. So if I go to my local branch and I do an interaction, I can now go into the virtual version of that in the open dome and I can see the effect of that. Or if I go to a shopping mall and purchase an item, when I go home, I can actually see my itemized receipt with the digital version of the shoe or clothing item that I bought in my metaverse. So this interconnect, you know, whether it's partnering with card providers, loyalty program providers, merchant-funded offer networks, with the bank in the middle, will really demonstrate and unleash the potential of what you can do in the metaverse. Yeah, I mean, clearly there's a lot that is still to come from the technology, but there are indications that people really want to get into this space. You think about you know, the popularity of the, the game Second Life, which has now maybe uh, evolved yep. well past that into there, there's legitimate economies that exist there. And this is not the only example of that where people are, are really fascinated by and drawn to these ideas of virtual worlds to the extent that you know, they have their own currencies, they have their own economies. And so I think this is an area that is going to continue to fascinate people and pull people in. Um, we are coming up on the end of our time, and I'm afraid I just have time for one more question. Let's talk about the future of Flybits. What's the next big frontier that's already on your radar for where you think you might develop into next? I'm excited about our growth plan now, especially like outside metaverse, especially working with smaller banks, credit unions, regional banks in the United States to really demonstrate how quickly and effectively they can make their digital channels more personalized and effective for their members. That's a big area of growth for us. The other aspects of Flybits is really building these cross-industry experiences around large banks using our rails. And now with the three uh, banks that we work with in the US, we are really demonstrating the power of Web3 and metaverse in, in, in the financial sector. So if you divide our growth plans, the immediate goal is to really bring best of class personalization to credit unions and regional banks really enable uh, large banks to go beyond just a standard stack of Salesforce and Adobe and all that and really abstract very new innovative things on top of those channels so they can differentiate. And then on our R&D side is to really push the limits on how Web3 and banking can, can come together. Well, I would have expected you to be busy, but that sounds like a lot to be getting on with. So, you know, as, as they say, watch this space. I'm sure we will see uh, Hossein and Flybits back on stage at Finnovate as they continue to push things forward. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy your victory lap. Congratulations again on winning Best of Show. And thanks again for taking the time to chat with me. It was a real pleasure. Thanks, Greg. Thanks for doing this and thanks for hosting this great show. The Finnovate podcast is produced by Informa Connect in association with Provoke.fm Media. Check out Finnovate.com for information on Finnovate's upcoming shows and to learn how you can get involved. The discount code Finnovate Podcast will save you 20% on tickets to all of our events. And you can email us at info at for information on sponsoring, speaking, or demoing. Thanks for listening.